Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi Williams. I'm Michael Barr. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast, where we well done explore the big money issues in the world of sports. This topic, there's one. one there's one big issue in the world of with sports a lot right of yeah. angles about this. Yeah, uh, Nike signing a deal, or I should say, extending the deal with Colin Kaepernick because they had the deal, but the deal was about ready to run out. And then they said, hey, we're going to extend this for the 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. And there has been mixed reaction about what has gone down. President Trump tweeted again today. Read about it, Evan. Colin what, what, did, what did Trump say? It's hot off the presses. Uh, just like the NFL, whose ratings have gone way down, all caps, Nike is getting absolutely killed with anger and boycotts. I wonder if they had any idea it would be this way. As far as the NFL is concerned, I just find it hard to watch and always will until they stand for the flag. Okay, well, you want to take one, one by one? Start with NFL ratings way down. You want you want to take that one? Yeah, sure. So ratings are are down. Um, they're down across TV, and they're not down nearly as much for the NFL. Had he said prime time, might be like absolutely. You're as right they on. are for other right. other TV properties. I mean, and the NBA. I mean, I, I like to put everything in context. It's good. I mean, you really need to have context of all this. Prime time, it you could say way down. NFL, yes, it is down far less than other television programs. NBA up slightly, but a much smaller audience. So in the sports world, the NFL is still king, king of the hill. Yes. I mean, but you have to provide that context. You can't just throw it out there saying NFL ratings are down. That doesn't mean anything. Well, let's also put it in another set of context that the all, it, for the most part, yes, the NBA, they got a slight bump. But many other platforms uh, of the sports and platforms have they've gone down. Baseball has gone. Sure. In fact, baseball is is really worried about filling the stands. It's like what happened? Absolutely. Well, that's why Fox was so emboldened by its out of home viewing measure for the World Cup. They have been saying forever that ratings aren't as bad as they seem if you're only measuring the linear TV because they're not capturing people who are at parties at other people's homes, hotels, bars. Add those people in, and now you're getting a true sense of the aggregate audience. Uh, a little, a little sidebar there from what we're talking about, yeah, but let's it, but it, but it does, it does matter when these sports leagues are making decisions and talking about things like Colin Kaepernick. Well, Evan did a story that uh, the Kaepernick campaign has created forty-three million dollars in a buzz for Nike, and that was just in the first nineteen hours. You know, nineteen hours. We're now, you know, we're almost forty hours since there. There's hundreds at least now hundreds of millions of dollars right now being generated in, in media buzz uh for nike uh and and the other side of that coin is that the stock dipped a little bit on tuesday uh about two percent two and a half percent uh which because nike's a huge company is a couple billion in uh in market cap um yeah th this is uh this is going to be fascinating to play out nike clearly took a gamble you know they're betting that the the, the negative uh, that they're going to get from this, which is true. There are certainly people, we see them on Twitter, I mean, there are people out there that but will Let's not... talk about who is the customer. This was in your story. It's an important point. They didn't, it wasn't a gamble. This was a calculated decision. I don't, I don't view it as any gamble at all. I mean, it's a you, risk. When you wade, in, when you wade into a, a topic where the President of the United States, who has a, has but they a knew huge, was, but they knew what was huge coming. following. But the, sure, but that, they knew it was coming, was but that's still into a the risk. decision. That was all baked into the decision. Absolutely. Give me the numbers on the, on their customer. Yeah, so your average Nike customer, you know, the, the, under 35 is a huge part of their audience, and even within that segment, under 25 is big as well. Uh, it's multi-ethnic. Um, it ain't and, me. <laughs> it's multi-ethnic. <laughs> no. The other thing that What Nike, am I wearing today? 
I'm wearing Nike. Nike <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is me, but it, but the it, other yeah. thing that Nike is trying to do is to is to focus its marketing more on cities. You know, get out of the ur- urban areas and more ur- out of the rural areas, more into the urban areas. Uh, certainly, you know, if you look at demographics, uh, your city dweller, especially your young city dweller, is probably most likely. I'm going to start to cry. Uh, I'm no longer to, to support uh, to support Colin Kaepernick and the things that he's doing. Right. Uh, you're right. This is this is Nike, a company that has for you know for 40 years been uh, an expert at marketing that really knows its customer very well. And they like well. controversy, by the way. They, they don't like shy. controversy. Right, Bar, let me tell you what I did yesterday. So I called somebody when things like this happen. I never like to pretend that we know it all or we're the experts, you know, we're, we're the reporters, whatever. But there are people who do this for their day jobs all day, every day. Right. So I called one of them up. I said, OK, this may be Mr. Moto, little master of the obvious. Walk me through Nike's thinking. OK, walk me through it. And, and he actually was very appreciative because he's like the narrative that seems to be out there in some way, shape or form is that in the, Nike was this socially conscious move. It's like, it had nothing to do with it. What, how they operate, their MO is they had the guy under contract. They have a lot of guys under contract, many, many, and they get merchandise deals. They give them sneakers. They give them stuff. A lot, very few of their athletes get big dollars. They have a large stable, but very few get big dollars. Some of the merch deals can be in the five figures, but it's still a merchandise deal. Getting shoes, you get a gift card to go to wherever and buy stuff, but that's merch. It's not outlay of cash. So it's no big deal to sign a Colin Kaepernick to one of those deals, which they had, and then keep him in the stable. It doesn't really cost you a lot. So when he lost his starting job and things went down, there was no reason to jettison him. You keep him. You see what happens. Let's see if the thing foments and he becomes something, which he did, largely because of Trump, this person said, that he was sort of made a martyr figure because of Trump. Now you have to ask yourself, the calculus. Can we utilize him to sell? What's the upside? What's the downside? And by the way, Edmund, we haven't gotten this part of it out there yet, but you and I were told this yesterday that a company called Adidas had also been sniffing around Colin Kaepernick. And if you've been watching Adidas lately and how they've been marketing and who they've been signing and what kind of market share they've been taking, that probably played a role in Nike stepping up and saying, let's, no, no, no pun, let's do this. Oh. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Medina, can I drink ice water? Does it make too much noise? Can I take a sip now? I want to add some of the people that, yes, now let's explain something. Yes, there have been people who have posted videos of themselves burning Nike shoes. While wearing them. While, yeah. <laughs> what some while wearing them. I and actually have a, a comment on that. The go. I think if you were to look deep into Twitter and look deep into Facebook, yeah. the amount of things that lead people to burn something from a company, yeah. I think I think it happens so much more often than yeah. than than your average person would think. For, for example, last year uh, we were looking and we didn't actually write it, but we were looking at an Under Armour story. Under Armour, there was a, a hunter, a professional hunter out there, kind of a celebrity hunter who had killed a bear with a spear. Um, and he was he was part of the Under Armour hunting stable, uh, and there was such outcry. He had baited the bear and then killed it with a spear. There was such outcry that he had used bait to kill the bear uh, that Under Armour severed its 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 partnership with the guy. Uh, there were hunters all over Facebook and Twitter 
burning their Under Armour camo gear, saying, they say burning say, their bait. Say, saying that they would never, uh, they would never buy a piece of Under Armour hunting gear again. Okay, can, now can I, I think I, can this I is my, this is a fairly common occurrence in today's again with the one I've told world. many times. Can I tell my you know my David Stern story? Please don't. I, and I and I think again it probably yeah. is pertinent here. During the lockout, 1998-99, I'm walking down the street with David Stern. Some guy leans out of his car and yells at David, I'll never watch another bleeping NBA game, you greedy, you know, the whole thing. Right. Guy pulls away, and David looks at me, and he says, calmly, he'll be back. It's anybody who has that kind of passion to lean out the window and scream at me like that can't stay away. It's the person who drives right by me and says nothing that I worry about. Yeah, and, and you're right, and you said that story before, and and I have to agree because it, it's it, how can I equate this to like a relationship? If you're angry <laughs> that someone broke it off with you, yeah, yeah. I hope your wife listens. Yeah, honey, yeah. don't 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 pay no attention to this. But if you if you're angry when someone broke a relationship with you, that's still an emotion. Yeah. It's when you, you break off the relationship and it's like, okay, okay. see you around. Right. See you, bye. The yeah. best part of this whole thing was people saying, I'm not going to use Nike products. I'm going to go back to Converse. And I'm like, well, doesn't Nike own Converse? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah, those were the, <laughs> yeah. those are the, that was kind of funny. Those are the real people we love on Twitter who, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you might want to check the parent company. <laughs> There's another part here that, that we should discuss as well. Um, Nike is a longtime partner and, and will be for a while of the NFL. They, they supply the NFL jerseys. They make the, the sideline apparel. That deal was just extended through 2028. Uh, Nike and the NFL have a very, uh, very tight relationship. Colin Kaepernick, as our listeners know, uh, is suing the NFL, uh, claiming that owners have, have, have worked together, colluded to keep him out of the league. Uh, I would imagine this creates a, a, a kind of a tricky situation. I mean, let's, let's think for Nike. If you look at your fan base and you say, okay, this is a move that, that we're going to lose some people, some customers, but we're going to gain more in other areas. If the people they're losing are the NFL segment of their fan, of their customers, I would imagine that's something that the NFL is not going to be happy with, right? It, it might be a good move for Nike while simultaneously a bad move for the NFL, and Nike and the NFL are working well, maybe together that's why on Nike that didn't give them a heads up. They, they, they just did it. But the statement sure. from the NFL surprised me a little bit. It, it was sort of a, these are issues that need to be addressed, which perhaps, I mean, perhaps if that was anything else, right? Well, they could have said nothing. They could have, you know, but, but perhaps that statement... When this all began, and we're not even going through this, if they have recognized, said, hey, Colin, you know what? You bring up a great point. This is stuff we should talk about. Let's talk about it. Let's owners, let's players, let's talk about this in our community. I don't think you'd have this problem right now. We talked about people who were not happy with the ad, but the list of people who are supporting the ad... Surprise me. Now, yes, there's fellow Nike endorser Serena Williams. Also, LeBron James is supporting the ad, and he says he's behind Nike. But listen to this other list. Others praising the ad include former CIA director John Brennan, 
And Iran's former president, Mahmoud, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Twitter's newest what, hero. What does <laughs> Ahmadinejad wear? What did you go to Air Force Ones? What's he wear? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that surprised me when I saw uh, the Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Yeah, you know. Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Ahmadinejad. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, that really surprised me. Because... I saw Wesley Clark with a great statement out today. Okay. The, the General oh. Wes Clark. It, it, it was yeah. sort of a, you know, as a military man, like they're not protesting the military. They're not protesting the country. They're protesting an injustice. I mean, pretty much the stated goal that for some reason the opposition still doesn't recognize. You still see they're protesting the anthem. They're protesting the, you know, against the troops. What, whatever. Yeah, I saw a lot mixed of, messaging, whatever. I saw a lot of Pat Tillman references. Yeah, a lot, in, a, in a lot of blind Pat yesterday. Tillman references out there as well. Yeah. But uh, this this is going to be here's my guess. Ready, Bar? This is this is my guess, educated guess. We'll say this is just the beginning for Kaepernick on a on sort of a rise. He's not going to be Peyton Manning takes everything under the sun. But you can see more. And then this is just sort of what he takes in terms of deals, a more Tom Brady approach toward becoming in the long term a Muhammad Ali type figure in the rearview mirror. And see, this is something else. It's maybe, okay, you could say, well, he's been out of the game too long. Maybe he won't come back to the football field. He's but done. Like he's, not said, playing in the, he's done. <laughs> yeah. He's not he, playing he in the that, That's not going to happen. Yeah. But like you said, the long term, what about someone possibly doing a radio show or a TV show with Absolutely. him? That Had, could happen. What would Colin Kaepernick be if he was, say, a mediocre starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers throwing out of whatever, pick a number of touchdowns and interceptions, and they go to the playoffs, losing the first round? I mean, he'd be rich. He, that's it. He'd be rich. <laughs> yeah. But I think he's going to, I think you're, go, you're seeing now with the start of Nike, that's what I mean. I think he's going to have a lot of money anyway. He's going to have money. But the in, he's not Times Person of the Year, which he was. The influence he will have now over the long term far greater than had he been a top 15 NFL quarterback for a seven-year career, and that's it. Far outweighs. Everybody around the world knows who Colin Kaepernick is now. And you're just starting to see him flex that muscle and it's not again. It's not going to be every deal under the sun, but he'll pick, he'll choose, and that sphere of influence will grow. The thing he's going to need to figure out is how to keep pushing that message without getting co-opted, or you know, he's done a great by, job by so corporations far so far. He's done a yep. very good yep. job so far. A couple of missteps, but on by the by, a pretty darn good job. Sure. Well, like you said, if Iran's former president is commenting on this, this is around the world, so people know. There you go. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick and Evan Noby-Williams. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with former champion boxer and now promoter Oscar De La Hoya. Oh, snap! You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online as an Apple podcast on iTunes. I'm excited. I thought, I thought you were the golden boy. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, my goodness. And it's not even NASCAR. Look at Lee. We got his hands up. Mm. I love this. Way to go, Bob. <laughs> go, Adrian. Oh, crap. <laughs> 